Hi everyone, Enrico here for a special edition of Data Stories. I am at Peace Week 2012 and uh, unfortunately Moritz is not here and I don't even know if he knows that we are recording that and I have some special guests. <laughs> so I have Andrew van der Moere here. Almost, yeah. Thank you. I don't know if my pronunciation was correct, Andrew. And uh, Jérôme Couquier. Hi, Hi guys. Hello. So if you don't know who these guys are, uh, well, just Google it and, and you will find out. <laughs> um, well, uh, that's totally improvised. We just want to say something about this week, 2012. I'm sure you guys have some impressions. Now it's, we are almost at the end. Today is Thursday and tomorrow morning is going to end. Um, yeah, I mean, it, for me it was fantastic as usual. And uh, I don't know. Jerome, do you have something that you want to say about this week, this year? Uh, okay, about today or about the week? Well, as you like. Okay. Start by today. Today was really good. There, there was two sessions that I really, really liked. First one this morning was uh, bringing the industry to talk to this week. And uh, so we had talks about practitioners and who are not just about theory. And that was interesting to have that dialogue. There was a, a very interesting question that was asked to uh, these folks is what do the designers expect from the scientists of this week? Mm -hmm. And, oh, that's uh, a, that's and a we never, uh, well, my impression in the five these weeks that I've been attending is that uh, you never actually ask the, the science community actually uh, what it needs to do. So oh, I like that. That's yeah, that was interesting. And were there any any questions then? Oh, oh answers. Answers. Uh, yeah. Answers. What was the answer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would say the question was more interesting than the answers, but it was interesting. <laughs> so what and, was it? And uh, and so um, don't agree on me. <laughs> no, but like some, uh, I think I remember King Race telling that um, she likes these very rigorous things that are also very. Um, some depth, in a way, I guess, mimicking her own style, but that she basically wants to steal stuff for, yeah. her, for her own practice. Kim well, Reese, which I that, think is that, a very truthful That's answer. our science yeah. work, right? Kim Reese, uh, she usually gets the, um, the written proceedings, like the book that mm -hmm. used to be made, mm -hmm. right? And she brings it back to a secret lab and, and studies it and say, see what can be replicated or not. But uh, no, the book are no longer printed. So you actually have to attend Well, it. I think you can still ask for, I mean, the printed version of the proceedings, if you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 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 Copy, they are just trying. Memory stick from us. Yeah, I mean, she's got one, I guess. Yeah, they're just trying to be more uh, ecological. Yeah. Or just saving some money, probably. <laughs> okay, Andrew, your impressions on on this week? What do you? Well, that's it's more. Me well, I've only been here before one or two times, but that's kind of many years ago. So I find it much more mixed than than, uh, than I expected. Some parts go very, very technical, really over your head. But uh, the session last session today was very design oriented. You had indeed some people from practice talking. There was also a session of artists really showing their work, which tried to inspire uh, some scientists. And you know, the, the the room was not empty. Um, what else? There was even a session where they were drawing. They were, they were sketching things, uh, first of all, the design tutorial, very I mean, basic one, 
Yeah. You mean this last one that we just attended? No, it was oh. yesterday, I think. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> sketching later. Yeah. But it was a guy, I forgot his name, he was a designer himself, visual communication designer. And he gave some uh, some good tips, and then they, they got some data, some cancer statistic data, if I remember correctly, and they had to start drawing. So it was very hands-on as well. Yeah. So in a way, I think it's way more uh, richer or wider than, than a typical uh, academic conference. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly my same feeling. And I've, I've been coming here for some, some years now, and yeah, I'm more and more excited, and it's really cool. And uh, another... Another effect that I've noticed is that we have these main three main tracks. We have scientific visualization, information visualization, and visual analytics, and they become more and more differentiated. And I think that's a good thing, especially the InfoVis track. It's getting it's getting its own style and its own specific content. I don't know if you have the same. Mm, the only way. people who tweet are in the InfoVis track. Yeah, so it's kind of very true. difficult that's for people <laughs> outside to know that there are other kinds of visualization, yeah, which is a pity. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. Well, I think that the fact that you have one person that tweets and another person that replies, it's right, that uh, stimulates a debate within the room. And so the other tracks, they need to have their Dr. TJ and their Robert Katara. <laughs> so another thing for the week that... Um, yeah, for me it was different than the other years, and I, I regret that uh, Ben Stenderman is not here because he has the greatest questions. And is it because he, he always eats up the room or what? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 very interesting when I mean, yeah, he, he, there is that. But the the the, the question that uh, he can afford to ask any question to the presenter, mm -hmm. and he does, and uh, it uh, makes. Uh, creates a dynamic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I, do you mean that the presenters have not been challenged enough this year? Oh, uh, in, in the, the, there has been some really good questions. Uh, however, I did attend at least one talk where the person gave their presentation and there was no question. And I, I didn't feel good about it. I, I yeah. wasn't uh, well. um, able myself to ask questions because it was way over my head. Uh -huh. uh, but that, yeah, I, I feel kind of uneasy about it. That you could let the paper, when you know all the effort that goes into uh, making a presentation, submitting uh, the acceptance rates, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it feels so good. But well, this is normally also the role of the session chair. He has to take care of having at least one question. But this this can change from one session to another. Anyway, these are technicalities. You did pretty good as a session chair. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. And another thing I noticed that at Infovis particularly is that I have the feeling that this year we are getting more reflective on what we have done in the past. So we had a quite good mix of techniques and reflections, maybe even a little bit more reflections than techniques, which is pretty unique this year. Mm. But in a way, I think it's, a, it's an interesting trend. Of course, the downside of it is that we might become too reflective and not creative enough. But I think it's interesting. I don't know if, if you have noticed that or... I don't think, well, there was maybe one and a half session about more reflective. I think at least, especially at the beginning of the week, we had yes, all these now. sessions on evaluation, methodology, mm -hmm. frameworks, stuff like that. Maybe yeah. it's just the impression I got from the first day and yeah, I'm still yeah. there. I don't know. But yesterday was like plenty of techniques and plenty of, yeah, of very high-level mathematics and algorithms. Um, so I think it kind of compensates. But yeah, you have to watch out to, to keep some sort of balance. So what's mm. the... The highlights. Okay. What did you like, Jerome? 
I think that so so far the star of the conference is the uh, handy processing library and applications and the discussion around it. Which one? Sorry, the, say it again. The handy, the sketching effects. Ah, the sketchy, sketchy yeah. visualization. Yeah. Okay. Can you explain uh, what it is first? Okay. Uh, so it is a, a, a library in processing, but the implementation is not that important. It's, it's a technique by which instead of drawing a shape exactly with nice uh, uh, straight angles, you introduce a, a dimension of sketchiness, that is, uh, shaking lines, and you, you get that hand-drawn effect, but algorithm, algorithmically. And uh, so the, the people from the GI Center, Jerwood, uh, Jason Dykes, they had prepared their effects by uh, distributing those postcards in the poster session. And, and I was intrigued when I first saw it. And uh, when the, the, uh, Joe Wood did the actual presentation, I think that was the one that generated the most uh, activity on, uh, on Twitter, both from inside the room and outside. Uh, I could tell that many people who have liked to be here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I must say that Joe Wood is a great presenter. And all his yeah. uh, yeah. um, talks that I've been at in the past. Um, yeah, he has, a, he has a really nice style. Yeah. And, uh, and also, unique. about, about the, the, those people, uh, I must say that they are among the researchers that have the strongest sense of aesthetics when, mm -hmm. they, when they mm -hmm. in the, uh, in the presentation of their results, which is really nice. But anyway, this, uh, this library introduced a, a wide range of possibilities. And then, following that, in the session, there's been some very interesting discussions about how to use it. Because it's not a gadget, it's not um, a filter or something, you know, a decoration. It's mm -hmm. really a variable that has a purpose, that has mm -hmm. limitations, that has a wide um, possible application. And so, to have this all in context, it was very interesting. It's one of those things, before it didn't really exist, it wasn't easy to do. And now it's there, and it's really exciting. Hey, I have to say that I personally liked it quite a lot, but I'm not so excited. So what's the reason? Why, why do you think it's so important to have that? What does it add okay. to, to our toolbox? Why is it so important? Yeah, Because I think it's nice, but I'm not com fully convinced that it's really important or okay. useful. Uh, I think that Bostrowood and uh, Jean Delefiquete uh, framed it uh, in, a, in a different way, but in, in an interesting way. That when you present um, a visual with that sketching effect, you are in a way uh, allowing people to critique it. Uh, so it's more engaging, it is more approachable. Mm -hmm. And I think that this feels um, a need uh, that we were not really uh, able to do without uh, doing things manually, mm -hmm. uh, working mm -hmm. like illustrators. And this is not unlike another uh, thing that's been presented, which are the uh, typographical maps, mm -hmm. uh, the technique that's been presented earlier in the week uh, to, to make maps with um, letters and text. Mm -hmm. It's been a really interesting algorithm presented to do it automatically because before it was possible to do it manually. That's, that's the work. That's the work from the lab of Sheila Carpenter, or what? Okay, um, 
Now I have to reach them. No, I don't think so. It's uh, GI Center. But, uh, Again. Yeah, it might be. But but it was a collaboration. Yeah. Uh, okay. But the, yeah. like the like the handy uh, thing anyway. Um, but so both feel, feel that needs to uh, to go towards things that look more like illustration, that look more, um, I mean, less uh, cold automatic and more personal fuzzy and uh, yeah, and, and human centered. Yeah, I'm also not. I mean, I know it's very beautiful, <laughs> and and it was also a very accessible talk. This was kind of very uh, easy to be enthusiastic about, but it's an effect. Like imagine everybody would use it. It will lose. I think it's, it's special, sort of its, special, it's, it's uniqueness. So it's also a danger, right? You have to kind of use it in a, in a very wise way, it's just like you use color in the right way and, yeah, exactly. and, stuff, and, and, and stuff like that. But it, it has an immediately a visual appeal that maybe also is a danger of it. Yeah, I was thinking when I was doing that that it could go terribly wrong if it was abused. Like uh, <clears throat> if you just add sketchiness for the sake of it. Uh, yeah, it is, there's just no point. You can see sketchiness already in infographics, for instance. Lots of people try to kind of convey this not, as not computational way of, of conveying these, these sort of things. So it's, you have many, plenty of bad examples of, of this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the, the example. Um, uh, okay, so there was a, so Joe Wood showed a, a graph, the, a, a, rendering of a network using this technique that looks like something you can sketch on paper, only it was interactive. That means you could drag the nodes around. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was very interesting. I'm also thinking that there's a possible use of uh, this technique to make diagrams. Uh, that reminds me of the, uh, the, the books of Dan Rome, uh, The Backside of the Napkin, that is to create that, uh, that style uh, which is appropriate when you when you make a presentation to to kind of reflect uh, um, how to say it, a form of personal reflection as opposed to just using the templates. You know, mm -hmm. it can show like a personal involvement, which is nice. So yeah. Well, and I would like to take the opportunity to, to uh, put another paper. Uh, in, the, in the spotlight, the, the one about design study methodology, like yeah. for your listeners, that's very, very uh, applicable. That's what I liked a lot. So if you ever want to come to this week and you, and you want to present and you're a designer, that's really the paper, at least if you read only one paper, <laughs> that should be the paper to read because basically it also tells you you should read more papers. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, Before sure. you can ever make the chance. But uh, I hope you'll add it to, the, to your blog or to, to this. Sure, story sure. I will, I will. But uh, that's will. certainly one thing that for the community of designers and practitioners um, who want to kind of make the bridge to science and the other way around as well, um, could be very pivotal and it could yeah. be really a way in. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's, it's one of the few papers I've seen in this venue that can really have an impact out of academia, mm. and it's really, really so. Maybe we should summarize what it, what it is. Right? Oh my God! You have to remember <laughs> something two days ago. <laughs> I don't know, Andrew, you want to summarize? What <laughs> <laughs> well, point one. Uh, I have 10 points to say, okay. <laughs> no, it basically tells you some, some pitfalls and some, gives you some tips, if I remember correctly, how, how to approach this and what you should uh, at least cover or, or what, where reviewers will definitely look for in, in, in such a paper uh, if you're a designer. So you can't just explain what you've done, for instance. Yeah. You have to be more rigorous than that. But um, 
yeah, so it's maybe more like a cookbook. I hope it's, I have, I have to read it myself more carefully, but that's what I remember. Yeah. So maybe it's a cookbook. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Although, you know, you can cook and follow the recipe and, it's, and fail. It's a very <laughs> detailed, uh, very well specified uh, design process for visualization, right? Starting from how you approach people who might be potential, potential end users mm -hmm. up to... Uh, developing the thing and reflecting on the thing, right? Yeah. And documenting it, all the and way And documenting down. all the way down. Everything yeah. you do because yeah. You, yeah. it might become important later on. Yeah. yeah. And, and one thing that is, I think it's really useful and it's definitely useful for, for myself. I really, like, I really like that one of the early stages of this process that they propose is that they have this winnowing phase where they basically say, I really like the way Michael, the presenter, Michael Sedelmeyer, presented the thing and he said basically I've been doing several design design studies so far and the problem there is that when you have a person approaching you and saying oh I think visual I will need visualization then you are a visualization designer or researcher or whatever and you say sure I will do it and you never say no to anyone but then when you go down to really trying to do this, this thing for real you might discover that there are a, lot, a whole lot of problems like they don't really need visualization they thought they needed visualization but this problem can either be solved automatically or with, with some something else or you cannot really collaborate this with these people or they told you that they had some kind of data but they cannot really access this data so there are all sorts of problems mm. and i have ex experienced that many many times so far and i think it's really really useful well in the organization you may not have the liberty to turn down people who come and ask you yeah, to make sure, this relationship. Sure, sure, but sure. On, the, on the paper, what I liked on the presentation is that he highlighted uh, a number of pitfalls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that things that you may not be uh, aware of when you make visualizations. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, like, for instance, um, I really like to use that cool technique that I've just researched. It's probably the best. You know, that's yeah. mm -hmm. those insights I really liked. Hey, Rico, what was your impression of the best paper? Except of mine, of course. Uh, <laughs> I actually really like <laughs> no, 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 yours. Just, uh, just you don't want else. me to talk about your paper? No, That is fresh in my mind. I mean, it's, it, <laughs> you presented else. this in, in a few, few, not minutes ago, maybe one hour ago yeah, or so. Like yeah. No, really, I really like your presentation. And uh, not the paper, but the presentation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, no, really. Uh, well, maybe you want to describe, want to tell, no, briefly really summarize. No, was is. about what you, <laughs> other paper you I like your paper, no, really. <laughs> no, I liked a lot the best paper, but let's talk about your paper first. Can you oh, briefly what, summarize so, what it is? Okay, we took, we took three, uh, we chose three different styles from the, sort of the same visualization technique. One was very analytical, one was very artistic, one tried to sort of hit the middle ground between functionality and beauty and we were looking for uh, whether people had different sorts of insights, kinds of insights that they could get out of it. Uh, and in the end it became a very big study that we did online uh, with uh, some clear patterns that we could see but also a lot of open questions that came out of the research. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th yeah, this is another thing I wanted to ask you, Andrew. So, oh my god. <laughs> so how is it for you coming to this week and uh, 
wearing probably I don't know maybe you are wearing different hats. Mm-hmm. Is it more the designer kind of thing or the editor? I didn't tell that you are the editor of Infosthetics. Maybe mm-hmm. people might not know it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Or the scientist actually. You are all these things together, right? Well, it's all together. I can't I can't distinguish them. So um, I'm, I think I look through all these glasses at the same time. I can't mix them. So I'm tweeting as well as I'm trying to make notes for <laughs> new research ideas. So in that sense, it's kind of useful to be here. Um, although, you know, like I said, it's it's uh, more like a meta level of visualization. And so as a designer, you have to get kind of also get used that lots of these things that are being discussed uh, are really going, going over your head. Yeah, uh, and it's yeah. really computer science. You know, it is really a science. You can't just kind of step into it and <laughs> think you know everything. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Uh, so, sure. Yeah, yeah, but still, what is your best paper? It's or the best paper. The, the, the best paper. Can you talk about what what that was? Uh, no, what was the Sharon content? can do it. <laughs> <laughs> if we talk about the best paper, then we can talk I, about there, that. There was a lot of mini, discussion around this paper, right? Th- there is a mini scandal, actually. A mini scandal. Yeah, Ooh, and this wow. is prime data stories material. Color game. Oh, we like so this first, kind of stuff in first, data stories. Let's let's talk about what the best paper was. Yeah, sure. So I remember what it was, but I don't remember the title. So could you? Oh, we can find it. You can find it online. One second. It was so, how capacity limits. Oh wait, wait! I have to okay. turn this one. How capacity limits of attention influence information visualization effectiveness? And wow, that's, that's, listeners know exactly what it's that's about. the authors, they deserve to be yeah, cited. The uh, Steve Harrows and David Whitney. Okay, right. and Steve was presenting, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so, sure. Go ahead. So the the uh, say, the experiment that was done was um, a square, uh, which was made of uh, sixty-four smaller squares of uh, various colors. Uh, and uh, the number of different colors would vary in the experiments. There could be two colors, three colors, five colors, six, seven colors. And sometimes the, um, all the squares of the same colors were put together, grouped. That is, um, uh, they were all in the same area of the, of the larger square, all touching each other. And sometimes they were all scrambled. And so the, the presenters were testing whether um, viewers could easily distinguish, um, easily find uh, which, if there was a color with only one square, or how many different colors were, were present in total, um, and things like that. And so the conclusion was that um, it's, there's a, a big difference if the squares are grouped if the colors are grouped together, it, it makes it much e- much easier to, to detect, um, to, to decode uh, what's going on in, in the larger square. And that there is a, a threshold, a number of, of color where there's a clear threshold where the um, ability to decode this falls drastically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so that number changes whether the uh, depending on whether those colors are grouped or not. And as you said, it got the uh, best paper award. Yeah. And I must say that the demonstration, that is a presentation of it, uh, was very, uh, very convincing. I mean, the, you could really very easily follow the thought process of the authors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they walk you through the results. It yeah. was very clear. 
Yeah. And uh, I agree. As an as a non researcher, I appreciated this. So what's the scandal? The scandal was that. Um, okay. Sorry. You know, before you say that, I want to mention one thing I really like about the paper is also that the paper was a core perceptual psychological kind of study. And I think, in fact, I think these folks are actually psychologists. At least, I think the advisor of this guy is a psychologist because you cannot run this stuff without rigorous, rigorous psychological lab, mm -hmm. lab stuff, actually. And one thing I really liked is that, well, first of all, I think we definitely need this kind of basic research. But what I think was really impressive of, of the talk and the paper itself is that they tried to do the extra to run the extra mile and translate the results into practical uh, guidelines. And I think that that's pretty unique. I've been a few papers of, I've seen a few papers of this kind in the past, and it's, uh, it's not, it's quite rare to see people going up to the point of translating <coughs> this research into practical guidelines. And, and right. I think that's one of the reasons why it's a well-deserved best paper. Okay. Anyway, go, go, go ahead with the scandal. So, uh, What's the scandal? Well, okay. So first, we want the, the scandal during here. the week. Uh, I've discussed with a few people who were not convinced by the paper uh, because, um, well, for instance, one I don't know if I can cite her uh, told me that <laughs> she wasn't. She ah. was no. I mean, well, that um, uh, how to put it the. Um, the colors, the, uh, your, your eye would uh, group things not uh, according to hue but according to luminance and the colors had not the same luminance and so there's a um, perception bias in, in this that wasn't addressed mm -hmm. uh, and so the, the whole uh, experiment from a color perspective was pretty flawed and sh she was uh, surprised that uh, this was not um, uh, taken into account by the reviewers in that, yeah. Uh, I don't know if and this is a person who was talking to you or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, no, there's also a guy posting the same. Yeah, this is what a, I was wondering right. because yeah. somebody posted that right. on the same comment on the web page, right? Yeah, and, uh, and I mean, you, you, you completely expect this kind of uh, remarks from the B3 community. I think it's perfectly valid and uh, extra. I don't, I don't think. It would undermine the validity of the study. Maybe you could do it with glyphs instead of colors, but yeah, that was a, that was an issue. Yeah, but like yeah, okay. But the no. author already answered, right? So you you not necessarily did the critique be correct because that's a scandal. Who, no, who but is the, right? the, the, the scandal is that, and it's a mini scandal. It's a non-event, but anyway. Sure. So this <laughs> afternoon. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> this afternoon somebody posted a um, anonymous critique of the best paper uh -huh. and well the thing was that it is anonymous and it was uh, rather harsh and the person where, said where was it posted well there is that account which is called uh, this critique c-r-i-t-i-c -I -I on twitter that's said just that and the person said look i'm not Stephen you so i'm not going to do it publicly because uh that would hurt my career perspective and so that got some reactions. Uh, some people uh, were like uh, Carlos Schrodinger or Daniel Fischer. They, 
they were pretty um, harsh towards this attitude. They said, well, you know, if you have something to say, you have to come out and say it. But I didn't realize that. Now yeah. I understand the scandal. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. Did you, Andrew? I, I, yes, I realized very late that it was so physically with an S, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And and so the question is, if you're a young researcher, can you speak out against the, the most senior uh, members of the, the Vizwe community because the best paper process is, um, is fairly rigorous. I mean, it goes through lots of round. I mean, it's not something pretty random, right? So, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm want my opinion. Yeah, yes, because I'm completely foreign to, to, to this. My opinion is this is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, if you, it doesn't matter if you're a junior or senior or whatever. If you are honestly convinced that something is flawed, you should, you should actually go to the mic and speak up. And yeah, I don't see... It might, it might not have thought that, that earlier. But Actually, I think this could be beneficial to your career, not yeah. detrimental. Unless you go there and you yeah. say something that is totally stupid, but if you honestly think that what you just saw is not correct, you should mm. st go there, step up, and speak. So about the fact that it could be beneficial to your career, I have a little anecdote that I'm going to share with you. This morning, in the session about with the practitioners, we had Eddie Fields from Tableau, and uh, Tableau has been very helpful in setting up this, this week, and uh, etc. So Eddie was showing us the trends in the usage of uh, Tableau Public, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, we're all uh, data people, so we saw that curve where you know the usage were you know climbing up nicely, and then there's a huge spike mm -hmm. that goes down very shortly after. Mm -hmm. And then the, the curve continues. And obviously, when you see that, you wonder, so what is a spike? Now, Robert Kassara gave me the answer. He said, you know, the spike was a WikiLeaks incident. So what happened was that uh, somebody had posted a very benign visualization of uh, WikiLeaks something, WikiLeaks-related yeah, on Tableau that, Public. That's a different story. And no, no, no. You see, you're going to see how relevant that is. And uh, somebody in the public administration have asked uh, Tableau to take it down, and they did, and they got huge backlash for that. Yeah, but and, that's a and, completely different story, and, right? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, let me finish. But then it translated into a huge spike in the views of the visualization. Oh, uh, you mean you're taking this as an example exactly. of bad things that could actually lead exactly. to good things? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so, sure. So, uh, sure. Although um, although the uh, visualization world and um, lots of people attacked uh, ferociously Tableau for doing that, um, the result was that they got more views, and they got many leads, so people actually downloaded the tool to play with it. So um, they had feared that it would be uh, uh, you know, very oh. negative if they if they complied with uh, what was asked of them, but actually mm -hmm. give them more exposure. And basically, the argument of the guy with anonymous is that to take away the best paper award, something like that. I mean, that that's you know, I think every paper you can critique. I mean, every paper you will find mistakes, and even the people will say. But I find it very harsh 
to to even and kind of uh, try to do something like that. I think you can open a discussion and see mm -hmm. who is right, and probably the, the truth is somewhere in the middle, or the person might have not written specific things in there which he should, like why like, he puts questions there. But it's kind of a very harsh way to critique and say this should not be the best paper award. At least for a whole, all heap of people, the original reviewers and the best paper award reviewers, it was. Right. So um, I'm going to put a positive spin to that. I think it's good to have people passionate about this issue. Yeah, sure. I mean, but this, <laughs> critiquing is, is part of science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and worth, and, and then another word, and then trying to, um, as long as it's, if it's constructive. Yeah. Trying yeah. to take away an award. This is deconstructed. That's not really. It will thing. never be perfect, and we have this kind of discussion every single year. And there are always people who are unhappy. I think that's normal. I was mm. kind of unhappy, I think, last year or two, year, two years ago. It's fine, it's part of the process. One thing that I tried to suggest this year, I was in a, in a committee meeting today. One thing that I find odd is the fact that we announce best papers without explaining why this is the best paper. And I think mm. that's strange because actually there is a committee and probably the committee discusses why they think this mm -hmm. is the best one. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take much to just ask the committee to write down this single sentence and speak this sentence when the best paper is given. Yeah. And maybe this might change next year. Yeah, you absolutely. could visualize the committee preferences and how they evolve, you know, run after round. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well. How they come yeah, no, but it's more giving a reasoning. I mean, it's also what you can communicate to social media on the website and, and other people, a new generation of, of researchers will read, you know. Yeah. Why yeah. is it so good and should we do this research in the future? And it will be, you yeah. know, it, and now it's just an award and you have to kind of read in between the lines. Right? Yeah, yeah. Why it got an award. Yeah, and, and one thing I was claiming today is that I... I Firmly, firmly believe that this conference is turning little by little from being a core academic kind of thing to being something that is more multifaceted, right? And the more people we get at this conference that don't come from the core academic community, the more we have to take care of what kind of messages we send to them. Mm. And giving this best, best paper award by, basically it was something like, okay, guys, this is the best paper award, and we gave the award. Yeah, maybe we just added a few sentences about how the process works, but we didn't really explain why this is the best, or at least why the committee thought that this was the best. And I think that's really, really detrimental, especially to people who come from the outside, that they cannot really get it. They go there, and, and it's probably like, I feel, I feel like it's like the... The academics telling to the others, look, you have to take this for granted and it's the best and take it and read it, okay? Mm -hmm. And I don't like this kind of attitude and I think we should change that. I don't think that this is done on purpose. I think it's more the, I don't know, it's, as I said before, it's more that... Like a detail, this, but it's an important yeah, detail. It's an so, important detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anything bad that you saw in, or anything you... Well, there is always plenty of bad, right? Ah, <laughs> plenty, oh, jeez. It's we'll always take more like than an hour that. now. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if I want to offer the, the, <laughs> the details because of that, but I have to say that there is a paper I, I, I attended the talk of a paper today that I really, really liked. I was uh, one of the reviewers for this paper. I cannot mm. mention. I cannot no. really tell which paper, and I was really, really impressed by how bad the talk was, <laughs> and how a very good, good paper can be killed by, by a talk, and probably the, the other way around, the opposite happens too, right? Mm -hmm. So 
and and it made me reflect about the value of uh, i think uh, there is a disconnect between the value of the paper and the value of the presentation and i think that's 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 an important so kind would the of presentations thing. be put online because people are asking my slides i Is think it? this year for the first yeah. time we have a very well organized uh, kind of taping thing and uh, are they taping the the sound or what or i think the sound and the slides so there's no video recording, okay. but I think there is at least the slides uh -huh. and the and the audio. Okay. Because I don't know if you if you noticed that you should have signed actually for your your no, I didn't your talk. Sign. At the end of each talk, they let you sign. No. Sort of. Maybe I signed disclosure like a few agreement. months ago, no, but not, that I don't remember. But not here now. Okay. Anyway, I know slides, I know so that I they are doing that, be and I would be happy to promote this kind of thing. Yeah, I did. I did sign. You did sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are recording more. Yeah, maybe they didn't like mine. <laughs> so it's when I, I, I make a shameless plug to my talk. Uh -huh. uh, so we did uh, this free tutorial with uh -huh. Jeff Fair and Scott Murray. I was very happy. Oh, yeah, sure. Of... You had your tutorial. We didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a very good one. I Thank you, guys. Um, you have to iterate it's... over. Okay. Uh. So I've, I've been talking at this week a couple of times and. Um, it's always a super experience, especially, you know, I have the thing I come from the outside. I'm kind of tolerated here. And uh, the tutorial was the most successful uh, thing I've done at this week so far. It's, it's really, really uh, exciting to talk in a, to a full room and, and we had great questions. And so it was really a great experience. And uh, I had good feedback. I mean, people looked happy. So mm -hmm. I, I was really excited about how it turned out. Yeah. Uh, what else do you want uh, to say? I had the feeling that this year we had more people than usual coming from the, not blogosphere, but these people who are normally tweeting about visualization. I met more people than usual. So yeah, we had, I don't, well, there were the, all the usual suspects were here. Like really? Robert Cossara is Yeah, is but these are the academics, right? I oh, met... Who else, who else was blogging? Maybe not directly blogging. Or, I met. Or uh, well, what's the name of this guy? Okay. What's the name of the guy who wrote the book? Oh, Ilya. Uh, Ilya? No, Ilya. Um, Noah. Noah Ilinsky. Noah Ilinsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because he's, he's local. As oh, well, because right? he's local. I. I saw for a second Kim Rees, right? You met her, well, right? Yes, but she was one of the speakers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Kim Kim doesn't come from too far. Yeah, it's true. I think. She's Being in Seattle played Portland. a role. Yeah, here, yeah. Right? It also, I mean, I noticed, I think, that, that she couldn't okay, follow. I mean, she, she, totally she was here yesterday, but... which was probably the most technical day. Uh -huh. So it was very hard, I think, for people like that, outsiders, to come in. Like, the session this afternoon, I'm sure she would probably like much more, because that's what she could steal, the sketchiness and things. Yeah. yeah and yesterday, yeah. it was much more difficult to kind of get a grip. So but uh, uh, I, I, I'm going to make another plug for Kim. It, uh, it's really great that we have people like her here. Uh -huh. uh, it is really great that... Uh, she will be listening to this. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> now you're getting Trying nervous. Nice now. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have I to mean, say she, nice. she knows, she knows I'll say that kind of stuff. Um, it's really great that people from the Visway community can see the added value that people like Kim and other practitioners bring to... Uh, to, to, to the visualization. Yeah, sure, sure. Because it's not always obvious. Yeah. And uh, 
that uh, the kind of stuff they do, again, it is not prettiness. Uh, it is, you know, organizing information. It is bringing uh, meaning to information. Yeah. And she does it in a way with, with her tools and with her experience, and uh, that is great and useful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm really happy that there can be some intersections. Now, I want to also to mention something rapidly. For a very short while, uh, Robert Kosara had put online a uh, tableau public uh, visualization of the uh, this week attendees. Uh -huh. but they had to take it down, but uh, not uh, fast enough so uh, people couldn't see it. And so I noticed that uh, people without PhD, mm -hmm. although they represent only one third of the data story speaking committee, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are a slight majority mm -hmm. at the at this week. So these are also people who almost have a PHD. So okay. there, yeah, there are many graduate So subtract from that. Okay. <laughs> five five so there were one thousand fifty attendees to this week, which is significantly more than the previous ones, which mm -hmm. were around eight hundred. Yeah, I think the numbers are the correct numbers, more rough numbers are like this year four thousand more than last year. Four thousand? Uh, sorry, 400. Oh, okay. <laughs> 4, wow. <laughs> no, 400 more, and yeah. previous year was around three, 300 more. So it's it's really growing. But, uh, okay, so 150 uh, people, 501 of which have a PhD, and 46 are grad students. Oh, students, maybe not grad students. Mm -hmm. So will more than 25 of the students get a PhD or not? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so uh, yeah. just to say that we non-PhD people are not <laughs> oh, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, uh, we are not the most visible. Uh, so are you part trying of to week? scare no, no, people no, no, out no, of no, this no, week, no, or no, trying no, no, to? No, no, no. Because I'm always trying to do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I think that don't spoil of, my yeah, plan. Yeah, there are lots of sessions which are perfectly accessible for people who don't speak. Advanced mathematics. Yeah, right. but I want to say something else. I mean, um, it's not only a matter of participating. So if there is one message that I want to give to the world, is there are plenty of opportunities to have an active role. You don't have to be a professor or a PhD student or whatever related to academia. You can find your role in this community if you want to. And mm. I think your example is... is your case is one example, right? Okay, so I'm going to talk about someone else. Someone who was uh, a first time this week person, mm -hmm. uh, John Fabish. Uh-huh. So, oh yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another yeah, guy. That's right. was, yeah. So let's let's talk about John for a minute because <laughs> so it's his first time at this week. Don't say that he didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've met him before. But so he comes up with a poster. Oh, a yeah. panel participation. Yeah, sure. And an Ignite talk at the uh, offsite event. So three yeah. things at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you are supporting everyone. my okay. More, more chance. Networks yeah, with please. everyone, you know. <laughs> and Thanks, Jero. Yeah, yeah. See, we don't plan, but actually. We'll get a beer later on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay, I have something to add. <laughs> <laughs> and a burger. Yeah. Um, so, no, but I mean, so he comes from the outside and he, he was kind of conscious about it because 
So he's got a PhD for the record, but he's an economist. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and uh, and I think that what he's done has been appreciated. Sure, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's been blogging, right? Yeah, it was Twitter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's the problem of, uh, you know, when, when it's your first time, Andy Kirk will take advantage of that. He will ask you something and you can't refuse. You did that last year, right? Yeah, right. I've been there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the feeling, you know, it, I've been in John's shoes, you come back after a day, full of conference, full of talk, yeah. and then you do, you, you go, you know, you do the parties and all that, you come home, it's 2 a.m., and you, you're thinking, I can't sleep before I write that blog post for Andy. Yeah. Yeah. That, this is, I wonder a bit, but because you are, well, what we are just all tweeting, but we don't know, I mean, I don't know how people react on that, but... I hope it has a big influence also on this week that, that for people who are not could not be here but still had some sort of real time feedback of, of where we're at and what the discussion was about and the feelings and the emotions that within the audience. Um, and maybe conferences should be more attentive for that, to have yeah. some people tweeting and actively encourage that. And even you know, questions or something that comes from the external world to the paper and maybe the, the session share so you should read some tweets and, and maybe ask a question <laughs> that's, from, that's from, from the, the guy who, who can read the paper you know in, uh, from his own country and still have a question yeah 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 that's, 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 that's what might be uh, this if, week 2.0 uh, yeah yeah I agree, I agree. There, there are in some conferences there are devices uh, uh, so that you could ask questions I mean you could see tweets you can visualize tweets yeah, uh, yeah. like like you know, uh, screen project mm-hmm. yeah. Twitter wall. I've, I've, yeah, Twitter I've, wall, I've mixed yeah. things for that for for really uh, academic presentations because no, no, no. you could really you could, you could distract. We attention. should outsource this thing to you, Andrew. I can't program <laughs> a Twitter wall, but I'm sure like people like Jerome. That's your stuff. You do this kind of large display stuff, right? Yeah, but we don't program visualizations yet. Yeah, ah, right. come oh, on, could, that's well, not true. You know, you can find you can find a grad student, you know. Be more than happy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a miracle that we managed to record this this episode mm. here. We've been in an empty <laughs> we wanted, hotel room. <laughs> we wanted to do it from day one, and I always want to do this thing when I'm when I'm attending this week, and I never managed to do well, anything. I really try to push. So you. <laughs> I'm really really happy that we managed to do that here. Uh, I think we should stop here. We've been talking for more than forty five minutes. Mm. And Sorry for that. The last plug for a session that I liked. <laughs> It's positive, right? <laughs> yeah, come on. It, it takes 30 seconds. Yeah. I like the um, uh, connecting the dots tutorial, uh-huh. especially the second part. Uh-huh. Uh, is if you haven't had a chance to be at this week, you can see the slides in, in the so the second part has a very very nice uh, comparison of all the ways to group visually uh, information, and I think that you can find it useful. Okay, great, good tip. Okay, uh, what else? I propose that we say hello to Moritz, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Moritz. Moritz you went, well now? <laughs> probably you are sleeping yeah. right now. And uh, it was great not to have you here. No, I had some buddies with me helping out. And uh, well, thanks a lot, guys, for helping know, me. About Moritz, a couple of people asked me, how do we get Moritz Stefano here? Oh, you want to touch that now? No, no, no. <laughs> That's a huge, huge <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, but what's yeah, maybe like? we can announce that. That I don't know if it's a, secret. Is it a secret of 2014. What's a secret? Oh, no, it's, it's not a secret. This, house? House no, this week, 2014, will be for the first time in Europe, in Paris. That's right. And I guess that would be much, much easier for Moritz to attend. Yeah. And But it's true, Moritz. <laughs> a lot of people here have been asking about you. And a lot of people actually stopped me and said, oh, Data Story is cool. And uh, yeah, I listened to it while I'm in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's the best compliment you have. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what were the other compliments people made? <laughs> that's the best compliment okay, ever. Okay, all right, great. Anyway, thanks a lot. We stop here. Bye-bye. Right, see you guys. Bye. Bye-bye.